Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. That was that was freaking awesome. I'm telling you. I mean, What's that? the banter back and forth before before we go to music. We have always said that we should have a hot. Uh, mic I know a hot in the parking lot because we're like, well, all right. Well, what are we doing? Uh, I don't know. What are we doing? Oh, okay. What well, are we no. Talking? I I just started by saying I said I think I think my banter at the beginning of the show is is becoming weak. Are you on decaf? No. All right. Well, then maybe that's the problem. Maybe you need to go a little espresso. Decaf with espresso. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm literally that. like 60 ounces of coffee in me right now. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I hey, it was just it was a personal observation. You know, if I well, mean, I you, you, you haven't yelled at me yet, so it can't be that weak. Well, you know, you know when I'll yell at you, right? Well, when I don't show up. No, when you take a drink. Oh yeah, I'm not doing that today. I'm not doing that today. All right, I'm not doing it tomorrow either. You think your odds are pretty good? I think they're 100. percent Okay. Why? You know, speaking of yeah. which. Um, you know, I'm actually, you know, I have the opportunity to share kind of my little bit of my story tomorrow, mm-hmm. and and I'm going to focus on. In fact, we we could almost do a whole episode on this. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we probably should. But I saw this and it just clicked. I was wondering what I was going to share, and it says. Um, so I found something on social media, mm-hmm. right? And it says, "It's not what I know in recovery that keeps me sober; it's what I do that keeps me sober." Oh, that's powerful. And, and so, as you know, I've listed my 22, 23. It's now up to 25 things. 25 things. That I do a day, a week, a month to stay sober. And this podcast mm-hmm. is one of them. Is one of them. Mm-hmm. So it's great to be here. It's great to be in yeah. the coffee shop. Hey, guess what? It's I'm great super to excited with today. Listeners. I connect. What's that? You want to connect with the listener? Yeah, let's connect with the listener. I, got, I, I brought one to the coffee shop. Uh, table for three. I know, right? I usually, usually I just bring my notepad and my... Uh, my headset, but uh, don't good mention morning, that Claudia. Thing. Good morning, guys. Yeah. Hey, Claudia. Uh, Claudia at the coffee shop with cheers, us today. Cheers, cheers. Yeah, cheers, cheers. Thanks so much for having me. I'm honored. Yeah, so here's the funny thing. So uh, Claudia and I attend meetings together uh, locally, and uh, she cr- she cracks me up because she cracks herself up, right? So, you know, <laughs> like somebody will be, like, let me give you an example. If like right now in the coffee shop, if I were to say, um, well, they found a tumor in my brain. Claudia would probably giggle a little bit, right? Because she'd find some kind of humor in that. It's um, sick humor, Mike. I know. I love it. I love it. But it's so funny. We'll be like at, uh, we'll, we'll be at a somber point in a meeting and she'll just look at me and I just have to look away because I know if I continue to look around, I'm going to laugh. And I know you have that relationship with your sponsor where the two of you can't even sit together. It's like illegal to have you sitting together. That's awesome. Levity. Yeah. I've heard the giggles. In fact, I was at a meeting a week ago or so, and and I heard those giggles, and I'm like, that's awesome. I know, right? That's like almost, oh, not almost, that's joy. Yeah, right. We're not a glum lot. We are not a glum lot. For sure. Not anymore. Yeah, so. Maybe the first week. So, you know. True. It's interesting. (laughs) We were going to have Claudia, and I thought to myself, you know, I go to to a lot of meetings, uh, and I would say that uh, 80 to 90% of the population in my rooms uh, probably 90% is male, True. right? Mm-hmm. And and so I'm like, where are Claudia today? So I did a little research, okay. and I found that the most current statistic available says that 
Um, there are 38% AA population, 38% women. But then it went on, like I went to alcoholic.org. It said it has been long recognized that women have sp uh, specific issues addressed in recovery disorder and has been very open to promoting gender-specific AA meetings. So what I think I uncovered is you guys, like, have your own meetings out there. Yeah. And you guys don't have your – do you have men's Not really, no. no. Maybe I if mean, it was private. Yeah, I mean, I guess no, they have men's meetings out there. I don't yeah. go to them. I don't either. I, yeah. Because they're, they're not that – I mean, they don't have a ton of them. I have learned so much from my female counterparts in sobriety. I just have learned so much. Some of my heroes in my early days when I was, like, really hanging on for dear life and mm -hmm. trying to figure this whole thing out, the words of wisdom guided me through some really – I mean, I lost nine people in my first year of sobriety, nine deaths wow. close to me. Mm -hmm. And – um, and, and so, and plus other things like working and, yeah, you know, like yeah. life. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. And That's Claudia, you've been inspirational a... to me. So. Oh, thank you, yeah. Mikey. And you too. You mm -hmm. know, there are certain people in this program and, and by the way, guys, what an honor yeah. to be with you on my three year sober anniversary. Wait, today. Ding, oh, ding, ding. Today. That's fantastic. Is that today? Oh my gosh. Do you, get a, so. do you get a coin for that? I hope so, yeah. at some point. Oh, that's Although awesome. my sponsor's on a cruise. Wow. <laughs> did you, did she get your permission? She did. Okay, good. Yeah. Hey, so so three years, that is years. unbelievable. Did you yeah. ever think it was possible? No. 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 If someone were to ask me three years ago today that I would be asked to do a podcast, right. what an honor. And that right there is a miracle yeah. in itself, you know? Wow. And uh, you too, Mikey. You know, and it, it is so. I think that's part of it that I've come to realize. You know, it is. Men stick with men. Women right. stick with women. Uh, but we're able to gain access of the other side, right. you know, and I think that's such a great thing. Some of you included, Glenn, you were so integral in my early sobriety um, because, again, I came in in COVID. So I was able to be on a Zoom meeting mm -hmm. and hear men sure. and women. Right. Um, you know, and I did go to some early. Thank goodness I was able to go to some women's meetings. And ironically, that's where I met my sponsor. Yeah. Um, and we did connect through humor. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I find so much, you know, that's what I come away with at three years. And I will say the second year of sobriety was probably more challenging uh, than the either of the previous years, you know, solely because I think it made a turning point, uh, you know, as we work this program for me personally. You know, I think for women, there's a lot of challenges, not that men don't have those same challenges, but in regards to, you know, you're challenged with giving up the alcohol and that in itself is difficult mm -hmm. but with that sometimes I see more so just from my personal experience obviously because I'm a woman and I speak to more women than men about that but we really do if we're fighting the the obsession of the alcohol for me gratefully that was lifted immediately upon coming in but to that you know I really have had to navigate the last three years of dealing with you know, relationships, primarily, you know, our spouses, sure. our boyfriends. Oh, yeah. And I will say that, you know, there's such a strong connectivity to the emotional sobriety. And I've had a couple women, you know, that I've sponsored. And a big part of it is, you know, you have enough on your plate trying to fight alcoholism itself and the actual drink. Uh, but to that, the emotional aspects of why some of the reasons we did drink right, sure. um, and navigating that. And I see that so often with oh, that's women. Oh, such a great point. Yeah. Well, I see it with men. But, but, you, but you're right. I, and again, I think the big differentiator for men and women is, you know, we have to be trained to lift the seat 
put the seat mm-hmm. back down. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, why don't why don't we train women to put the seat up when they're done using it? I don't understand. Because <laughs> we bring us all into the world, Michael. Uh, okay, and <laughs> you can bring me out. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I think you're spot on. I mean, there's so much stuff that I had to process. Look, I didn't know if my wife was going to like Sober Mike, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I never gave her a chance to know Sober Mike. So sure. how, how how is it? now all of a sudden I've got to bounce in my step? I've got I've got clarity and I've got purpose and I've got yeah. I've got a drive to do this. I don't even know that she's going to like me. I reproposed to my wife in sobriety Aww. because she had lost her she had lost her engagement ring uh, years ago, and uh, I, I decided to uh, to uh, smuggle away some dollars and I got her a duplicate. Ring. Oh, nice! But I got to tell you something. Seriously, yeah, I, I was concerned what she would say. Oh. You you know what I mean? Um, no, I gra- don't. Gratefully, she said yes. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. But you know what? Those challenges don't always work out for others. No, they don't. You know, no, they don't. And as someone oh, who has sponsored point. women and myself personally, you know, it's still that's a very hard road to navigate. Absolutely. And uh, you know, a lot of women, you know, I'm definitely not anti get rid of the man, right. but. To the extent you do have to focus, this is a selfish program. And I think for women, we are, it's just into inbred in us to constantly, you know, give it away to our families, to our children, to our husbands. So it's real hard. And, you know, when you're trying to fight um, stuff that's not good for you in that codependency, but real toxic behaviors that add to that alcoholism, you know, it's real hard to fight both those things. So um, that's been a real challenge for me. And and sometimes I feel like, you know, what's your niche? And when I came into here, I think that's really it because that reoccurring thing kept coming to, you know, me with mm-hmm. women and dealing with, um, that, that's a tough battle when you're so trying I, to am do. I hearing, am I hearing you right? I mean, they've you, so you've got your sobriety you're focused on, yeah. but yet you have these external relationships that are, and, co- are, it's tough to keep focus. And you know, and here's the thing too, I think it comes back to when we stop drinking by nature, that alcoholism, you know, we want a distraction and our alcoholic behavior just goes into relationships. And, you know, I have a young girl right now, young, I say she's, you know, she's not a teenager, um, but I see so much of myself in her. Uh, and she's tried to get sober since 2020. And, you know, some people you just, you know, they, they have it. and as someone who wants to sponsor and she's reached out to me to do so you know she's fighting out this other bullshit with men that are you know she can't see it you know because she's broken and such a beautiful smart woman um you know and for me that's it is that as i'm still at three years sobriety today i still struggle with those things but as i'm telling these girls you know what I see. You're, you know, you don't need someone to talk to you that way. That's mm-hmm. toxic behavior. Right now, focus on you. I, that's, you know, for me, that's my higher power working through me because sure. that's the same stuff. I've had moments sure. where I've stopped mid-sentence with women, and I'm like, holy shit, do you hear yourself, Claude? Right. You Isn't know, because I'm funny? still, and that's yeah. how it works. You know, yeah. so that's something that I think that I can offer, and you know, and by that too. I've I've reached no I haven't mastered it mm-hmm. I'm still struggling to navigate that personally, mm-hmm. and that's how it works because it shows me too I have to listen to what I'm saying to a sponsee, um, how to get sober. So you know it's challenging on a whole, but you know amidst all of it to have that strength as mm-hmm. a woman, 
that clarity, that's what I want them to hold on for. That's awesome. Because uh, they start to see it, you know, that behavior is not good for them, along with the alcohol. Yeah, so I have a question. Um, yeah. And this is going to be kind of more of a more of a research question for me. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm involved and Mikey's involved with a sober living community in Chicago. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably up to 60 beds at one point. You know, I don't know the exact, you know, number today but they used to have a women's program they used to have so this is sober living and it's not like the normal sober living where you just go for three weeks and it's not a house it's a home yeah i mean it's a it's a long-term sober living the average length of stay is almost 12 months okay most other sober livings you know i don't know if you have experience in that is three weeks right Mm -hmm. it's just a it's a step down place coming from rehab you go to sober living and then you go back to your environment right um but this is this is a commitment, right? And and so, they they used to have a women's program, right? They used to have a women's house for eight women. Okay. And and what I as I was starting to like this is, goes back five years as as I was starting to get to know sober living and the right way to do it and what works and what compared to what doesn't work and 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 as I was working with them, at, what I understood is that it's really totally different for men and the stigma and reality of Mm -hmm. going into sober living and unplugging from your world and focusing on yourself and it it almost seems like women didn't have that you know because some were some were mothers and it just Mm -hmm. didn't like they had that luxury to to be able to do that so Mm -hmm. as, as you work with women i mean is is sober living ever an option or is that just you know off the table you know, that's it. I think for the majority of women, you know, and I've had sponsors tell me, and I get that because the reason I got sober were my two beautiful daughters. Um, and I was fortunate to get sober during COVID. So the world shut down. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was... You got to focus. That was the greatest blessing. I sure. jumped in. So not every woman has that luxury. And I do think as a mom, as a wife, you know, that is hard to shut down and do so. Um, and, and women that can do it. There's probably so much guilt with that. You know, I know still women, I can't make that meeting. Uh, My son has this. And that is something that was really challenging for me in the beginning. And, you know, when you also have uh, a partner, you know, in a home where, you know, you've worked a certain way and mom was always there, uh, it's hard for everyone to Mm -hmm. adjust to that and so hard to not. I still feel guilty. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know for me and, and really instilling that in other women, uh, if mama's not good, you know, no one's good. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Yeah, yeah, and you're such no. a better person no, for I it. Really, Thank goodness. I really like that insight. Yeah, my kids definitely get that, you know. they really 100% behind me because they know right. um, that it makes me better. Right. And uh, I just want that for other women, you know. It's real hard to see a woman struggling because I've been there. You, you have know? such a passion for the for the newcomer, for, the, for yeah. that one coming in. Yeah. And, again, you've got three years and Which is nothing in comparison to some, you know. Well, but no, but no, no, it's no. such see, a beautiful see. journey. It right. really is. But it, but it's it's three years to to somebody with three days. That's mm-hmm. just like hope. Mm-hmm. It's just hope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I never use the word only. Um. I mean, I couldn't go twenty minutes. You know. So right. the, when 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 I went to three days, oh my god, it was amazing. Like I couldn't believe it when I went, you know, three months. Oh my god, I just you know. 
And, and, and now, I, and, and time doesn't really matter to me anymore. I don't really feel like celebrating anniversaries. Yeah, that is funny how don't. that goes, too. Right in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm a chip getter. I'm a gold getter. Yeah, I right. like an anniversary. Well, for me, it was all ego. Sure, yeah. yeah. For me, I, sure. and, and this is, and I, I think I've told this before. The first time I was 12 months sober, not this time, but the first time I was 12 months sober. <laughs> You're racking them up. Well, at 13 months, you know, I, I have a belt of 30-day coins. I don't. <laughs> I only have a it's handful of 12 months, yeah. <laughs> but I literally had 12 months, and, and this, I cringe today because this is not me today. I literally called up because I've been in so many programs. I mean, I would call up, and, and, and I'd say, hey, Jim, you know, do you remember me, Glenn? You know, because I you know, mm-hmm. really struggled with it. And he goes, oh, yeah, Glenn, how are you? I said, man, I'm doing great. I got 12 months sober. Hey, I just wanted to let you know I'm available to, to come speak to your program <laughs> or to work with any, you know. Right. I mean, oh, my God. And, and. You know, I didn't really get any hang-ups, but I got some people that are like, dude, you're just counting your days to your next drink. And they were right. 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 You know, it was just, it was just crazy. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, I've seen that and, and, you know, it's almost like the guys leaving the toilet seat up. I mean, there's still guys I know in my life today leave the toilet seat up, <laughs> right? It's habit. But, but, you know, I think it's, it's different for women, um, you know, and, and I started really opening my eyes with that sober living stuff. And it's like, no, it's. Yeah, it's not expected that guy, but guys can unplug easier mm-hmm. than women can, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but it's I like because what you they said. have women. Yeah. Oh, to, to <laughs> come up behind them. You and know what? And to that, you know, I do frequent in my home group a men's meeting on Sunday, which it is primarily men. Mm-hmm. You know, which that in itself is challenges with young girls. I remember sure. my sponsor telling me, "Don't let that." That's probably her opening line to me, and don't right. let some guy come up to you and try and thirteen uh, step yeah, you. Right. Well, there are no guys idea. that do that. There yeah. are guys that. And I, I was know. so naive. Yeah. I had no idea. I really thought there was a thirteenth yeah. step. Right. <laughs> well, there is for some. <laughs> there is, but it's not in the book. But there's. Right. I mean, there are guys I know, um, and I I almost like am defense at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Because I. I see what's going on in the rooms, and I know who loves, you know. I mean, there's 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 a guy who won't say anything to anybody until a, a cute girl comes in, mm-hmm. um, you know, who's early sobriety. Mm-hmm. And now he all of a sudden he's the uh, savant sober whisperer. Yeah, right. You know, and yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. lay, lay off. You know, yeah, come right. on. Just, you know, and to that, back to what I'm saying about women and that codependency and that mm-hmm. emotional sobriety, you know, we just sometimes, I've seen that so many times in the rooms, you know, it goes from the alcohol, okay, I stopped drinking and now it's still going to those behaviors where a man or sex or, right. you know, whatever that's going to fill that void, right. that's where they go to. And, right. you know, sick people attract sick people. Yeah, sure. And just do that, you know, not everyone um, is really working a program that shows right. up in that room, you know. Right. So uh, then you become like mama bear because you can, for me, I feel like I can spot that pretty easily. Right. So right. Um, but I, I think everybody still, can spot it. You yeah, know, well, not all. You no. know, yeah, the yeah. good news is if you can get past that hurdle, yeah. then you carry yourself working the program, right? You so. do, and you know, and I know there's probably women to that that say, Oh, she goes to that meeting, but I get so much sure. from the men in that program right. because they give me hope. And right. you know, I remember in early sobriety saying to my husband, God, I, I wish sometimes you know that you were alcoholic, and he uh-huh. just looked at me like I was crazy because why would you wish that right. affliction upon someone? Right. But the men in those rooms, you know, yeah. they're like brothers, you know, right, sure. uh, and show me such a beautiful way because men by nature too are not taught to be emotional right, right. Um, and share. And I, I just, you know, that's the hope that I have for myself as well. Right. You sure, know, sure. Um, it's real hard for people to work on, you know, each other and, uh, and work a program and come to, you know, it's changed. It really yeah. has. And that's yeah. been 
um, a big part of my recovery, navigating that without yeah, the alcohol. Navigating that change. Um, um, yeah, right? and you're going to grow, and you're going to continue to grow. And if someone grows with you, right. um, you know, that's difficult because they don't have a program, and you have to allow grace for that as well. And don't you think that on that topic, this program works for anybody who's got any hurt habit or hang up. Absolutely. You know? I mean, Absolutely. it's just a better way to live. Sure. If you, you, just, if you live and breathe those 164 pages. Yeah, so we have, um, Mike, Mikey and I belong to a men's group. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> it's more spiritually focused, although there's... You know, half, half of the, more than half of the guys yeah, are... Yeah, half the guys AA are AA. AA. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's spiritually focused, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we have commented several times, and I, I was starting to do it, and then... And then I didn't, I'm, I'm sure why I didn't, but we always say that anybody in this world would benefit from the 12-step program. Right. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Anybody. Claudia, I have a question, and sure. it's a selfish question. I've got somebody who is new to the program, and they com- a young lady, mm-hmm. and they confided to me that, you know, it seems to them that it's speaking of not a language they can understand because it was written in 1934. So words like fellows and he was gay and, Mm -hmm. you know, meaning happy. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, she just, she doesn't like the writing. She doesn't like the fact that she goes into a room and it's me, you know, not me, but 50, you know, 50, 60 year old men. Yeah. How do you, how did you, because you had to fight that hurdle. Did you just quickly plug into what? What's your suggestion for them? Because you know, it is so relevant today. You just have to look past the word fellows and gay. Yeah, and, you know? yeah. You know, well, and it is. It's written archaic, and you can laugh and see this. You know, you right. read those, and a lot of women. Uh, again, I don't know why. I've always been like a guy's girl. I think because I had an older brother. Were you a tomboy? Maybe when I was younger. You know, but uh-huh. but I'm okay and I'm comfortable right. in that. You know. Um, but it is hard. You have to connect with someone. And that's where I think sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm helpful in that arena, you mm-hmm. know, because women especially, they want to feel connected, you know. Some of those young girls, how do they plug in, even right. to older women in sure. the women's okay. meetings, yeah, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, a lot of them just want to talk about, you know, oh, my husband didn't go get no, the dry cleaning. Right, and, right, sure. and you want to focus on the sobriety. And right. um, at the end of the day, when you read those, that's working it with a sponsor who can. And that's what I do. I bring some levity to it and yeah, put right. it in perspective with today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it is, I think, if you really, you have that moment of clarity. Um, and that's really what I stress to a lot of the newcomers. And I do have women that, you know, they don't want to that's a big hurdle it's sure. a big challenge and for me personally that's been harder than the alcohol right um and detaching and caring about ourselves um mm. but sober you know i can be sober from alcohol but to be emotionally sober right. oh that yeah. is the gift at three years sober right. um that's what stops me from ever picking up that drink right. because i have that clarity um and to walk with confidence right. and start believing in yourself, you know, and I see that time and again. How, how are you, I'm sorry, Glenn, how are you pursuing um, emotional sobriety? Is there resources that you're kind of... You know, I was blessed in the program, and, and that's the other thing, is that I reached out to, it wasn't a man or a woman, and yes, men stick with men, I get right. that, but I will tell you, because of Zoom and the people, right. my sponsor, right. I did cherry pick you know uh even glenn i remember in early sobriety a story he shared he gave me hope you know and i tell that to to women you know yes there's certain things because we don't want any 13 step going on but 
you can glean information from yeah. each and every one, and that's what I do. Um, you know, and there's even times where I've had to step back from my sponsor, yeah. you know, because that's growth yeah. and saying, hey, this is how it sure. works for me, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think it's uh, definitely... I choose my sponsor. I was able to get a therapist who is also an A, and she's been a gift to me, you know. And it's not just honing in on one person. That's it. it. Building your army of women, and sometimes men, to that, you know, and getting that knowledge because you get that other side. Um, So it's a great program, and I'm so happy that I'm part of it. Yeah, I have a couple, you know, sober sisters. I mean, in in, in my phone, I got 50 guys' phone numbers, and I have two girls' phone numbers. Yeah. Um, But I also know where it's all on today. And, yeah. and my wife knows the uh, two. Sure. And, um, you know, I just, it, it's just too easy to cross lines. You know, it's too easy to text back and forth and start telling jokes. And then it's too easy to, you know, start sharing stories. And then all of a sudden, hey, let's have coffee. And, you know, for yeah. me, it's just too easy. So I just don't do it. Yeah. Mikey, to, to go back in <clears throat> that situation that you said, you know, talking about, oh, Jesus, the word fellows. And um, for me, as I look at my journey, mm-hmm. um, it's easy for me to judge. It was easy for me to judge my way out of AA. And I, I did it so many times. It's like, don't like that person. I'm not going to go to that meeting anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't like I, don't like, I don't like those words. You know, I don't agree with that. And that's why these people that come into the room and they change the words of AA, mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. Because... At that point, my experience is I'm creating my own program. And I tried that for years, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. When, when I say, well, it shouldn't say that, it should say this. All I am hearing is ego in my brain rattling around mm-hmm. that I know better mm-hmm. than this book that has gotten millions of people sober, that there is a solution. Mm. So for me, I had to get to the point, and, and change is hard. Mm-hmm. Sure. I had to get to the point where I surrendered. And I said, you know what? I am going to do everything this book tells me to do, period, end of sentence, whether I like it, whether I agree with it. And what I have found over time, it's almost like a fire alarm. What I found over time is when I'm going sideways over what I'm reading in that book, Mm -hmm. the problem is not the words in that book. The problem is with me. Love it. When I go to a meeting and I start going sideways because of somebody in that meeting, (laughs) most of the time, Okay, all the time. It's not them. It's the problem is with me. And, and so many times people early on, they don't surrender fully. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I'm not going to go to that meeting because of this. And, I don't wanna, and, and Mikey, we've had so many programs on here that's create your own sobriety. Sure. It just doesn't work. I, I've tried to do that so many times. Didn't work for me. And it's like, oh, I'll just drink beer. That, that, <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you what, the first night I drank two beers, man, I thought I was Superman. Next night, I'm drinking Handle again. I mean, what works for me mm-hmm. is total surrender. So I don't care if it says fellows. I don't care yep. if it says gay. Yep. I'm smart enough and tell us enough to be able to adjust to that and say, mm-hmm. hey, that's then. This is now. They might use different words, but it's still the same, same. meaning. It's still the same message. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm a little... Not, no, I love it. I'm, I'm not as juiced up as California sober. Oh boy! But, but I've heard the stories about that. Oh. Yeah, but but I'm pretty focused that it takes surrender. And when you get in there and you and you start judging your way out of it, yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. You're going to judge your way sure. into your next drink. Sure. Well, and I think too is unfortunately for me, I was so broken 
that I was, you know, didn't, I didn't fight anything. I was completely open right. and teachable to sure. any Surrender. way, correct, of, you know, the way that I was living. Well, but, be, because you you had hit the point of pain, you wanted, you wanted new, you wanted the new. A new way to live. Yes. I didn't have that. And this program has given me such a beautiful uh, emotional sobriety yeah. and I'm sorry but those two are linked yeah you know? absolutely obviously you know yeah. I don't think people you know some are, and again you can argue that point that's a whole other conversation as to whether we're born with it anxious right. I know right. you know trauma adds to it does it really matter it doesn't right no. at the right. end of the day I spent years and so much money with PhDs and got no exactly yeah. exactly um, this is what it is but just you know if you can get out of self yeah. and really listen um, and those 12 steps, you know, for me, that's where it's at. Those 12 steps in all my affairs. Right. And that is, you know, again, as it's said time and again, simple program, but, you know, you got to put in the work. It doesn't magically. And that's the thing is I see a lot of women, oh, I stopped drinking for 18 months. Yeah. But then we sit down, I'm listening to this, this, and this, yeah, and this, yeah. you're not, you know, that's worse. Yeah, you're right. better off drinking. <laughs> well, I, I, trust me. I, I see that scenario play out all the time mm -hmm. it, and it breaks my heart. Me too. Because it doesn't need to be that way. If, like you said, if you just invest your time yeah. and your energy in learning and growing. And um, it is a process, you know, because even in two, two years of sobriety, I can remember having some changes happen that, you know, we're not happy, joyous and free right, sure. uh, in regards to a job. And that's when I did have that flicker of a moment not that I ever wanted to pick right. up a drink, right. but that feeling I said openly to my girls, God, what's it all about? Like, I'm really working hard, and yet this happened, yeah, right? Yeah, right, sure. And so we're never cured, and we're, we're always learning. And I remember thinking, what if it's all for naught? Yeah. But instead of detaching from the meetings, and that was my initial, sure, you know, knee -jerk, you, sure. get, you get a yeah. blow to the ego, and right. something happens, and instead I leaned in harder. You doubled down. I doubled down and I started showing up. And I will tell you, this year, uh, June of this year, and that's I had you know well into my third year of sobriety. That was the turning point for me, and it was solely because of the women I met in that program. That I too was going through the same, and it showed me. More importantly, I did have growth, right. even though I thought whatever was sitting right in it's front awesome. of me. Yeah. Um, so that's how the program works. So it's awesome. That's awesome. Good stuff today, Mikey, man. you still, I don't care how many times you bring this up, you're still not allowed to go to women's meetings. <laughs> Come you on, don't man. need to do that level of research. Oh, the women seek him out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right in. in yeah, right. Mikey's always had a warm smile, and, yeah. and definitely. Yeah, well, I've, I've got a lot to smile about. Yeah. Hey, Smiley will you, great way to put will it. you come back? Oh, I'd Because we got to. more to share. Yeah, absolutely. All right, awesome, Thank you man. so much for having me, guys. Thanks. You got it. See Thanks, Claudia. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.